you. Welcome to the Truly You podcast. I'm so excited you're here. We're about kicking those limiting beliefs that we all have in our head and finding our true passion to building our dreams. My name's Erica, and I'm a coach's wife, a girl mama times two, elementary teacher, and business mentor. I came up with my team name by learning to embrace what makes me happy and stop listening to all the negativity around me. No more hiding behind what we should be doing. And let's go after what we truly want. All right, episode two, here we are. So this is really, really scary for me to kind of take this to a new level already on episode two, but I'm going for it. So the title of this is people like me don't go to college. And you're probably like, what does that even mean? Why would you say that? That sounds really negative. And I'm a very positive person. So those aren't words that I would use. So let me explain to you a little bit more here. If you didn't listen to episode one, go back and I want you to really hear my mission on why I'm spreading this word and what my meaning is behind why I decided to start a podcast because it truly is about removing those labels. And I want to tell you where it all started for me. So as a elementary school girl, I really, really, really struggled with reading. I was a first grader twice because I quote unquote, couldn't read. I very quickly learned how to memorize. So in second grade, they kind of caught on to that, that I had been memorizing. I could tell you exactly what the little characters were doing in the stories, but definitely not the words on the pages. So at that time I qualified for special education services. Um, that would be an IEP an individualized plan. Well, when I was in elementary school, if you had an IEP, you were pulled out of the classroom. So I was pulled out of the classroom from second through fifth grade for chunks of time throughout the day where I would, oh, do a little worksheet. And then because I always wanted to be a teacher, I would just grade other people's papers. But I really missed out on the foundation of learning. I would, you know, work one-on-one -on -one with a teacher, but I missed so much from not being in the classroom. And in third grade, I had an amazing teacher who was a fighter for me. She saw what was happening and knew that I could just do so much more that I didn't know, that my parents didn't know how to fight for at the time because this was all new to us. So she introduced us to an eye therapy place and I got to go and actually learn more about what was happening. It wasn't that I couldn't read, my eyes just needed some extra help. So just like we exercise our body, I had to do eye exercises. And they compared it to back in the day when you had two blank transparencies. If you put them on top of each other with the exact same words over them and pulled them apart, that's how my eyes still today see every single word. <clears throat> so it took me longer to read. It wasn't that I couldn't, I was missing those skills, but my eyes needed that extra time and support through exercise <laughs> to figure that piece out. So that was back in third grade. I missed a lot in fourth grade still. And then I got to fifth grade and I had an even stronger fighting teacher who was not gonna let this continue on. She took me out of those pullout services, decided I was just gonna be in the classroom. 
I remember, and it's crazy because I don't remember a ton about elementary school because to be honest, I think I was just embarrassed most of the time because I quote unquote couldn't read. And, but I remember like feeling so strong and powerful in her classroom because she didn't let the label that I had stop me. She always pushed me to do more and she always made sure that I understood. She would come to me and make sure that I was okay, but she wouldn't do it in front of the class to embarrass me or anything like that. And that right there was the moment when I knew that that label was not gonna stop me for life. Um, in the town I grew up in sixth grade, you moved over to the junior high. So when I got to sixth grade, I was so embarrassed by this whole special education service thing because my friends weren't going that I was like, I'm not gonna go unless I have to go. So they would be like, okay, anybody who needs to go take a test, you know, go over here. And I just wouldn't go. So I would just fight through and it took me longer and I had to study harder, but I figured it out. And by the time I got to high school, I just didn't use the services. <clears throat> I knew what I had to do to be successful. And it took, it took a lot of work. I was working two jobs in high school. I was a cheerleader, but I had to make time for those studies if I wanted to go to college. And I knew from the get-go that I wanted to go to college. So I worked super hard in high school. I got really good grades. I had academic honors to grad when I was going to graduate. And I was ready to rock and roll. And I went to the meeting to prepare myself for college. And I was told by my counselor that people like me didn't go to college. And I was like, excuse me? I don't even know what that means. And he was like, well, you have an IEP. And I said, I haven't even gone, you know, to the classes or anything. I've done this, all this hard work for myself, but it was kind of like a joke. Like, why would I even be thinking of college? So then I was like, you know, whatever, I'm still going to apply. And I applied to my dream school, only one school. I just wanted to go one place and I wanted to be a teacher and I didn't get in. And I remember being devastated. I had no backup plan. And because somebody had been telling me people like me don't go to college and then I didn't get in. Of course, I just believed the situation. Like, well, what's next? What do I do? I had no clue where to go. And I'm very thankful my family was not going to let that happen. <laughs> they, they saw the fighter in me and they cheered me on and they, they knew that I could do this. And out of nowhere, um, a school actually contacted me. And I showed horses growing up and they wanted me to come ride on their team. I didn't even know that was a thing. I was like, oh, this is a joke. Then they told me it was an all-girls school, and I was like, I am not even going to visit. Like, no. <laughs> and I did go visit, and I fell in love. I had no clue that I could be a college athlete. I was not very athletic, <laughs> and I got to go there on an academic and athletic scholarship. But let me tell you a little bit more about the academic side of it. I had to write an essay. I've already told you, not the best at reading, which in return, I'm not so great at writing or words. But I got to tell my story about all of this for the very first time ever. And I wrote about why I wanted to go to college and how I was going to help people and how I wanted to get this word out here. And I got that academic scholarship because of sharing my heart and because of fighting for it. I wasn't going to let <clears throat> those harsh words get in my way and stop me from going to college. Those four years at St. Mary of the Woods were the best four years. I learned so much. I learned how to balance, you know, 
a job with showing on a, a year round horse team pretty much. We barely took any time off. Um, and I had to work really hard to get good grades because like, you know, college was just a bit harder, but I didn't go over teaching because I was terrified. I thought I didn't get into that first school for teaching. There's a sign. I shouldn't be doing it. I did go for equine business management, which was the horse path. And I'm, I don't regret that at all. I love it. I learned so much, but I didn't finish that four years with what I had gone into for the beginning because of somebody else's words. And I got out of school and I thought, I don't know what I want to do with this. <laughs> I just went to school for four years and I loved it, but now what do I do? I got so, so, so blessed and found the best job. I worked at an equine facility as a director, fresh out of college, learned so much, learned how to become a leader, and I fell in love with the classroom portion of helping special needs students. That is when I knew, girl, it is time to go and get that teaching degree, even if that means you got to go back to school. So I knew I couldn't go back to school and work that full-time job because I was working 60 to 80 hours a week. But I met my husband at this time. He's my fiance and he is a teacher. <laughs> so he knew exactly what I needed to do. He was doing his student teaching. He cheered me on. I became a teacher's assistant while I worked on my transition to teaching degree. I did that for about a year and a half. And then I worked as a special education teacher for two years while finishing that degree. And then once I finished it, that degree, I became a third grade teacher for the last two years. Now that sounds great and all, but I almost got stopped again. Here in the state of Indiana, there's some crazy tests that you have to go through, eight of them in my case, to get that degree. And they were, they were hard. <laughs> they are very hard. But I could just hear those voices in my head. People like me don't go to college. You shouldn't be a teacher. You can't read. You can't even pass these tests. How are you going to help your students? Every time I would go to test, those voices would get in my head instead of just pushing those things aside, studying and getting it done. It took me almost two years to pass all of my tests. And I almost lost my teaching job because of not being able to pass those tests. And that was terrifying. It made my stomach hurt <laughs> every time. I thought, oh my gosh, I paid this money. I did what I said I was going to do, and I'm still not going to be able to do it. And one day, to be honest, I don't even know what it was. I was just like, I woke up and I thought, no, I'm done. This is what I want to do. I've got to figure it out and get it done. So I studied. I did everything that they say out there to do to get those darn tests passed. And I finally did it. And I'll never forget walking out of that testing center with just tears rolling down my eyes. I'm a licensed teacher. People like me don't go to college. It still kept coming back to me. Those words just kept hitting me in the face. And I thought, yeah, every child that comes through my classroom needs to know this story. I used to be embarrassed by it. I used to be embarrassed about all of these things. And now it is not, 
it's my job. It's my calling to talk to the children that I get to teach every single day and show them that no label, no matter if it's high ability, special ed, whatever it is, it doesn't define them. Hard work does and their passion. So I actually now share this story with my students um, on the first day of school. Uh, we always, always, always read the book. Thank you, Mr. Fokker. If you have not read it, you totally need to. It's amazing. Um, I read that to my students on the first day and share a little bit of my story with them. And then they learn as we go. They know that I'm going to make spelling mistakes on the board. They know that they can kindly correct me. And those are the things that I do with my students to show them that I'm real. I'm human. I'm not perfect. And I don't expect them to be either. But one thing they won't see me do is stop. Stop trying or stop working. We're going to figure it out. And that means more to me than reading the paragraph perfectly. And, and I love that. That is my mission as a teacher. Well, my mission for this podcast is for you to put yourself in this position. Maybe you can't relate to my story and that is totally fine, but I want you to think about what stops you. What always pops in your head when you're trying to go after that thing that you want? For me, it was those words. People like me don't go to college. They always popped in my head. So what is that that stops you from going after whatever the heck it is that you want? And that you have to fight first. You have to know why you want the thing you wanted. I wanted to be a teacher because I wanted to share this message. And now I get to because I stopped listening to that voice. I kicked it aside. I knew what I had to do. I had to study. I had to work hard. I had to teach myself those skills that I still haven't really learned totally incorrectly. And every day I still work to figure it out. If you follow me on social media, you're gonna see spelling errors. That's just who I am. If you follow me on social media, you're gonna see me use probably too many exclamation points and not the right time. That's who I am. But I could hide behind the fact that I'm not so great at spelling and reading and writing and those things. Or I can share it with my students and show them that maybe they're not so great at math and that's my strong suit. Well, I can help them learn how to get better. And I wanna help you figure out what that thing is that you're trying to get better at and kick those nasty thoughts just right out of your head that you're thinking about yourself that you can't do anything. I want you to go after it. I want you to write it down. I want you to remind yourself every single day why you want that thing because I'm not gonna lie to you, every test that I went to take that was negative, it sure made me think about that, those voices and go back on what I was, the positive energy can be taken down right away. You can't let it. There are going to be setbacks. You're going to have to push forward. But if your why and your passion for it is so strong, you're going to crush it. So do not forget these things when you're going after whatever it is you want to go after. I really, really, really want to challenge you to be you. Be proud of who you are and what you are fighting for and go after that thing because I know you've got this. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, I totally appreciate your feedback. 
and if you would share it with your friends. Don't forget to tag me on Instagram stories so I can personally say thanks. Until next time, can't wait to chat soon.